want to play? My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are, are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 25. And in this episode, we kind of have a twofer. We're going to start with the Child's Play from 1988. And then we are also going to review the brand new 2019 Child's Play. So if you don't want the second one spoiled for you, because it actually is very different. Yes, it was. Um, we were just kind of kind of like with, with Pet Cemetery, you know, just mm-hmm. like talk about the old one and then this is what happened and the new one that's a little different different. oh it's a completely Mm -hmm. it's its own movie so we're gonna do the 1988 child's play first so i'm sure a vast majority of horror fans have seen it so nothing really to spoil for you there but if you don't want the new one spoiled for you then you can just listen to the first half of this episode so it has been a long i feel like child's play is one of those movies that if you saw it as a kid like just seeing your parents watch it or something mm-hmm. it was it it scared almost everyone yeah absolutely and going back and watching it i was like eh, it's not it's not that it's not scary was this the only time you've seen it as an adult yes yeah. as an adult and now i'd seen bits and pieces of it throughout you know when i really really got into horror around the middle school age but i honestly there are so many of them in the franchise that i don't remember which i i know that some of them were with his wife and at that point it was bride of chucky territory and seed of chucky territory so i don't really know if you know which were it did, nothing was really distinguished to me except for some of the scenes in the first one i remembered watching over my parents shoulder when mm-hmm. they didn't know it and it um, i was like fuck dolls cuz i had some porcelain dolls yeah. So I was like, they're going in the top of the closet. And they did. And I never took them out until I got rid of them. That was me, too. This was the first movie, you know, of course, for kids to to give me nightmares. So mm-hmm. that's its own little space. And I hadn't even watched it. I never watched it. I only saw the poster. And it gave me nightmares. So I was so nervous to watch it later on. I watched it a few years ago for the first time ever mm-hmm. all the way through. And I was like, that's it? That, that's yeah. not scary at all. What? It's more like a slasher killer movie than it is like a, yeah. you know haunted doll i mean it is but also i I think when i was a kid the what really scared me was more imagery i think that i made up but also some imagery from the movie because i would always think there would be something i couldn't see running at the foot of my bed dude that's what scared me the most and every year my sweet great aunt would buy me (laughs) really nice porcelain dolls and i seriously could not look at them and i still i i don't get the whole doll hobby but i mean also at the same time i know we're all creepy in our own ways and like one of my favorite youtubers is graveyard girl she loves fucked up dolls loves them and the dolls episode that we will be talking about just kind of doing research for that there are lots of people into it so but i could see how this would be it's a really fun 80s like Mm -hmm. slasher flick i enjoyed watching it So let's go through the first one, talk Mm -hmm. about it. Some people consider this a horror classic. Some people don't. I think that either way, 
it's Chucky. Everybody knows Chucky. Right, exactly. So even if you haven't really seen it, you know who Chucky is. So it's interesting just on that fact alone. So the 1988 Child's Play starts with a shootout. And it's basically this assailant that is being chased by what you assume is a cop. Mm -hmm. And they're just shooting at each other. And his team or his partner leaves him behind to fend for himself versus this this cop who we later finds out it is a detective Mm -hmm. and he runs into this toy store and this is brad dorif yes and he is like in every horror movie he's someone and he continued the child's play franchise it wasn't like he was like i'm gonna do the one or two and then i'm out and then they replaced him there's so many movies that you're like Oh, I love that guy. And then you, like, that's him. I did that. Yeah. With one of our movies. And mm-hmm. you were like, oh, yeah, he voices Chucky. And I was like, oh, and, shit. And uh, Exorcist 3. Yes. He's in that. Yes, He's yes. in Urban Legend. He's in all kinds of horror movies. Yeah. I also made a note that this was, like, a really fucking cool toy store. Maybe they all are, and I just don't remember. But I feel like KB Toys and Toys mm-hmm. R Us back in the day, like, they were cool, but they weren't, like, you know how, like, in yeah. Home Alone 2, this kind of reminded me of the Home Alone 2 it's toy store. It's kind of like F.A.O. Schwartz in New York City. Yeah. Like, that kind of castle vibe, mm-hmm. but it was still very kid-friendly. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. And, of course, you know, he yells at the detective, this assailant, if you will, that he's, go- no matter what, he's going to get him. And then he gets shot, and he falls into a wall of these good guy dolls. Mm-hmm. And he pulls one out and starts yelling things like, give me the power, I beg you. Like, he's doing something supernatural something here. Like voodoo. Ritualistic. Or, yeah, something. And I have to say, 80s lightning is the same. So... Like, Ghostbusters, for example, yes. is a good one. I think, what, there, we just watched an 80s one. Maybe it was the Evil Dead that had some lightning. It was, that had some yep. lightning. It always looks the same in the 80s I literally movies. wrote, great special effects, LOL. <laughs> yeah, but it's so iconic, though. It it's is, like, it ooh. Is. It's like those cheesy movies you want to sit down and just grab popcorn and watch with your friends. That's what, yeah. And then these, you know, the clouds are circling and uh, he's chanting in an an ancient language is what my subtitles described it as on the (laughs) Blu-ray. What he's doing works. Mm -hmm. And you can assume it's, it's not very hard to figure out. He opens this doll to put his being into it and it works. And then the store just like explodes. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. And then it cuts to a little kid eating his good guy's cereal, watching his good guy TV show, and his good guy PJs. But he's not eating it. Right. He's just pouring it. Right. And dumping how much sugar? Three, is I counted. Is this kid diabetic? What is going on? Pre-diabetic. God. Because oh he gets this sugary, fruity cereal, yeah. and he pours it in a bowl, and then he just grabs his giant, like, spoon, and he's just like, one, two, three. But it's not like they're neat little... No. He's, like, shoveling sugar into his cereal. And then the burnt-ass toast with a huge thing of butter just bam The whole it. fucking container of butter. He's just wow. like, that's enough. Poor single moms. Yeah. Nobody's watching him. And then an ad for the good guy doll comes on, and the kid is going to butter up his mom to get it. <laughs> get that it. wasn't even intentional. I just get wrote it. buttered up his mom in my notes. With his nasty-ass breakfast in bed, actually, is how I finished that thought. But it's his birthday, so usually it's like, wake Mm -hmm. up, little Johnny, even though his name's Andy, because, you know, but you know what I mean. Um, But he's going to wake his mom up, because it's kind of like Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, kids are so excited, so it's like 6 o'clock in the morning, and they're like, wake up, Santa came! (laughs) And so when they go to the living room, there is a news report of the shooting incident that we saw in the very first opening scene there. And then, you know, 
Andy's mom, Karen, is telling him she couldn't afford the good guy doll, so she gives him a little good guy tool set. After he opens a box that is shaped like the good guy doll with clothes in it. You're a horrible One pair mom. of jeans. Why would you do that? Just wrap it by itself. It doesn't need to be put in a box. Also, this box Getting is hopes fucking up. massive. Because, yes. like, Chucky's, like, I would say, what, three feet tall yeah. or so? The box is, like, as big as this fucking kid, Dude. if not bigger. That's messed up. You totally got his hopes up. Bad yeah. mama word. And you could see it in his face, too. He was like, oh, jeans. <laughs> but, of course, we can't just leave it at that. So Karen goes to work and she works in like a department store in the jewelry department and someone, one of her coworkers is like, conveniently, there's some homeless peddler in the back and he's got one of those good guy dolls. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not the most uh, far-fetched thing I've ever seen in a horror movie, at least. But it was just kind of like, oh, I know, okay. Right? The friend that tells her is from Greece. Which one is she? She's, one, she's the one with all the boyfriends that are in the military. Where she writes to him. Yes. She's the pen pal. And I couldn't stop thinking of that. I'm like waiting for her to break out in song. If I had figured it out as I was watching it, I wouldn't have been able to stop thinking See? about it either. So, of course, she buys this doll for her child from this, like, sketchy ass in a shopping cart. Like, Well, it's whatever, definitely though. akin to, like, what parents used to do for, like, uh, Cabbage Patch dolls. True. So, like, back alley. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I... Forgot about the whole Cabbage Patch craze. Mm-hmm. This was kind of around the... They were 80s. That's yeah. what this was basically not mocking, but kind of getting around to. Was, yeah, the parents going after these creepy dolls for their kids and getting ready to kill people for them. I wonder if that at all slowed down the Cabbage... Even just, like, a tiny, tiny, hmm. tiny little, like, 1% drop in sales when this movie came out. I wonder. Yeah, that would be interesting. So, of course, you know, Karen buys it, and, but she has to come back to work. So she has been asked to cover the later shift by her dick of a boss. Yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. And so her friend that told her about the doll in the first place is like, it's fine. I'll watch Andy. No big deal. So, and her name is Maggie. Which is cool. I mean, that's the shitty part about being a single parent is sometimes you need to rely on your friends. So that's really cool that her friend even did that. Right. And, you know, it's hard for a single mom to turn down a shift yeah, at all, exactly. you know. So she she does have a window, though, to go home. She's got a couple hours to go home and give Andy the doll. So she does, and he activates the doll, and it says, I'm your friend till the end. And then later... Ooh, talking dolls. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Later, when Andy is playing with the doll, it turns its head to the news report, and this news report is talking about Charles Lee Ray dying. So Andy leans in to hear Chucky whisper. So the cool thing about both of these remakes or the remake and the original one is they both start off pretty quickly there's not a lot of build-up time yeah i think more in supernatural movies than slashers there are build-up and i guess you could call this a supernatural movie because he is doing mm-hmm. some voodoo shit but he's more a killer that's that's yeah. the main part here especially the old one i felt yeah. like when i was watching it stuff was happening so fast and all of a sudden we were at the end and i was like okay yeah <laughs> yeah for sure And Chucky is whispering to Andy, and you don't really see that active whisper, but Andy turns to Maggie, and it's like, Chucky wants to watch the 9 o'clock news. I'd be like, Chucky can go fuck himself. (laughs) We're getting rid of Chucky. (laughs) And then she's, but at the same time, kids have imagination. I talked to my Barbies like they had personalities, and it's just imagination. He's like six years old in the first one, so I mean, I get it to a point mm-hmm, this, exactly. th- at this point i'd be like oh 
not Chucky. Like, I would think it's the kid being like, Chucky wants to do this. And then being like, I want to do this, you know? So I guess whatever. And then Maggie carries both Chucky and Andy to bed. And then Andy goes to brush his teeth and Chucky goes to the living room and turns the TV onto the news. And he's sitting in a chair. Like, he's just perfectly sitting up in the living room chair watching the 9 o'clock news. And then Maggie goes in and, of course, you know, the TV came on. So she's Mm -hmm. like, the fuck? And sees Chucky just, like, chilling. I mean, she had previously even asked Andy, you're brushing your teeth, right? So she knows he's not out there. Yeah. Yeah. And so she brings Chucky back to bed and gets on to Andy for you know, taking Chucky out there. And it's like, you need to listen to me when I tell you stuff. And Andy's like, I didn't do anything. These poor kids. Cause I would be that adult that I'm like, as knowing me as a kid, I'd be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you're trying to pull one over on me. Go the fuck to sleep. Right. He is such a cute little boy though. You definitely feel he is. For him. Yeah, he is. And of course he's insistent that he didn't do it. And of course there's the will he to walk out there and do it on his own then. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. He for sure did mm-hmm. that. <laughs> So then Andy is laying in bed with Chucky and he says, I told you she would be mad at you if you watched the news. I was like, Ugh. And then cut to later that night and poor Maggie is just trying to babysit. <laughs> She's just reading her book yeah. with the TV on for background noise. But also, that's only like one little light. Turn another light on. Also that. Lots of horror movies. Yeah. Piss me off with that one. And I said, just sitting in the dark watching TV and reading, but the reading part, you're going to mess up your eyes. <laughs> Andy's door opens. And you get the Chucky point of view walking around the apartment. And that's something that I, I liked about both of these movies mm-hmm. is they utilize that killer point of view a little differently in the remake because there was different technology yeah. in the remake, like smartphones. But definitely in this one, too, it it was it's one of the first movies that I remember other than like the Evil Dead did it and their little shots like that and things like that. But of where you get the, the killer point mm-hmm. of view there. For that long, at least, and see their pathways. When he scampers past in the hallway, Mm -hmm. that was actually the child actor, his baby sister, dressed up as Chucky, running past. Mm. Creepy, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's what scared me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. The the thought that there would be something that little just running around that I couldn't see scared Mm -hmm. the shit out of me. This is why you can't have children. Yes. (laughs) Or at least brace their legs at night so they can't just (laughs) go running around the house. (laughs) <laughs> so that way, if there is something running around the house, you know it's a demon or a ghost Jesus or a killer. <laughs> you can get the sage out immediately. Yeah, exactly. And Maggie hears things. You know, somebody running down the hallway, especially somebody that's essentially plastic and mm-hmm. stuffing, is you're going to hear the little pitter-patters, if you will. And so she's walking around the house to see what the commotion is. And then there's a chair against the door. And there's sugar spilled all over the floor. And then the movie is building tension. I thought the build-up to to things in this movie, like, are they predictable? Mm -hmm. Yes. But it's done pretty well, in my opinion, as far as building that suspense. I liked this scene. This kill was really good. Yeah. And the phone rings and scares her. And and Karen just called her. And so she's like, hey, how's everything? And she can tell that Maggie's kind of, like, freaked out or off or something. But she's like, no, I promise. I'm fine. I'm fine. Whatever. And then she turns around... So I do have one little issue here. Okay. Small continuity thing. How fucking heavy and sharp are they making these child's toys? Because he grabbed the oh, little yeah. hammer from the, that is true. the it's not play. Like an adult hammer. Because, like, you know, my brother had 
like a tool set when he was a kid and they were like hollow and like plastic, plastic. like yeah like the food you know the fake food it's yeah. like that heavy maybe but they in the 80s they must have been like here's a hammer kid <laughs> pretend to play with exactly. it and must have had because it went right into i guess your eyes kind of soft too there but it went yeah. right into her face and then she what actually killed her was she fell out of the window and they live in a pretty high-rise apartment mm-hmm. building and she fell to her death that was a pretty cool kill it was. You know, I got to say, both in the old one and the new one, the deaths are pretty good. They are good. Yeah, they're good kills. You're not like, oh, that was super fucking lame. You may be like, oh, look at that cheesy blood, but yeah. like not in a bad way, in my opinion. Yeah. It's I, fun. I never grew up with Child's Play, but I might be a convert. Like, the, yeah. these are some pretty good ones. Yeah. So, Andy's mom... Karen gets home and it's like this perfect little she like gets off the bus and she waves at the bus driver and it's all pleasant and she's like I'm going home How now. How scary though when she gets home. She turns around and there are just fire truck I mean I think it's ambulances and cops and all sorts of stuff surrounding the outside of her apartment building and so she immediately runs inside yeah. you know and is looking you know she's like where's my kid where's Maggie and especially in an apartment building with that many people the odds of it being anything with your family is pretty slim, but I think mm-hmm. still as a parent, you panic. Well, what if it's a fire? I mean, that could Exa- affect all families. Right, so. exactly. So she runs inside and she is just screaming for Andy. And Andy is actually already inside in his room with the detectives. And the detective in Andy's room, his name is Mike. He is a homicide detective. And the detective tells Karen that Maggie is dead. And she's like crying and stuff. And he's like, you all right? No! <laughs> You big, dumb, stupid man cop. No. This fucking dude. Like, he he eventually accuses her son, basically, of killing yes. the babysitter. And the look, he, when she looks at him, he's just, like, giving her something like, chill, bitch. I understand I just accused your son, but calm the fuck down. Get your emotions in check. What fuck, man? <laughs> this dude. They ask her to look down to see the tiny little footprints and the flour or the sugar or whatever spilled out there. And the detective says it wasn't any of Andy's shoes, and Andy doesn't know how the footprints got there. And the detectives, you know, they haven't... They're not going to look at a doll. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously. Even and there's flower just on them. Yeah. Yeah. So the mom basically, after, you know, he's like, mm, your son's a killer. Essentially, it's not what he says. But yeah. she rushes them out, slams the door in their face. Probably what I would do as well. And the detective hands his partner the good guy hammer as the murder weapon as they go down the elevator. Which is a really cool elevator. It is. It's a really that cool building. building Reminded me of Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Andy is sitting in front of Chucky in his room talking to him, and his mom kind of hears him talking. So she runs in there, and he's just sitting right in front of Chucky. And he's like, His real name is Charles Lee Ray, and he was sent from heaven by daddy to play with me. And then, of course, Karen is upset about it. And the only thing. That was weird to me was, I, I think, what being a horror movie fan, it kind of changes things, like kids talking to dolls and stuff. I'd be like, the Definitely. fuck? But, like, as a general rule, you know, for her to get so upset, because she continues to get upset and almost yell at him, like, he's not real! Yeah. You're killing your kid's imagination. Let's just say this isn't a horror movie. And yeah. kids talk to imaginary friends, even if they're ghosts and we don't know it. Like, or just dolls, Barbies, trucks. I mm-hmm. mean, my brother, like, all his Thomas the Tank Engines had personalities and he talked to them. Like, why are you shaking your child being like, it's not real? Calm yeah. down, dude. He's six years old. I know we'll get to it, but I was thinking of that when we just watched the new one. Because 
how it's creepy to us in a horror movie point of view. Yeah. But then if you look at it in just real world, world terms, as a single parent with an only child, mm-hmm. that's probably a really good aid for that only child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And when Andy's mom... So she tucks Andy and Chucky in and she walks outside and Andy's like talking to Chucky still and Chucky looks at the door and can see that Karen is still standing there so then he just closes his eyes and goes to sleep Mm -hmm. because he sees that she's still listening to them and then the next day this was weird to me letting a child bring an action figure or a doll to school that fits in a backpack is one thing he carries this life-size fucking doll to school with him like I know he doesn't actually go to school but she's Mm -hmm. just like that's fine they'll put him in a desk oh yeah where's he gonna put it (laughs) He won't get beat up or that stolen from him at all. It's not Exactly. Possible. Or lose it or break it or whatever. Because if this is really that, I mean, $100 in the 80s, she only paid 30 for it, I think. Yeah. But still. There's no way you're taking that to school. And a single mom that works at a department store. Yeah. That thing is staying home. It's like yeah, an American exactly. Girl doll. We used to get those. Those are expensive as exactly. shit. So <laughs> he's, he skips school because Chucky tells him to. And then they get on a train. And they're whispering back and forth on the train and actually like. He's, like, cuddling with Chucky, and they finally get to where they're going, and it's this... It goes so fast. It does. Which I love. Super quick, like, yeah. it keeps up the pace. Yeah. And when they get off the train, they're in this... You can see Chucky whisper, because he kind of leans in, but you haven't actually seen, other than his eyes, you haven't really seen him move much, except mm-hmm. for that one kill, and you didn't get... You basically just got him lunging and the hammer going in. Yeah. So you haven't seen him talking or interacting very much. And this poor little boy in, like, the worst part of a city... The homeless camp where yes. they're, and, and I, the you know. The things that could have happened to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And so you get Chucky's point of view again, and he's running to this old house that essentially is where people squat. And the he's going after what you can assume is the person or people, but it is person in this case, that left him at the scene of where he got shot and died. Right. And so he's out for revenge. And he walks in and he turns the gas oven on. And then he's like slinking around the house. Mm-hmm make a noise yeah, you know and the dude out. exactly so the guy is upstairs and he wakes up and he comes downstairs with his gun and then since he hears commotion he goes downstairs and he shoots and andy hears gunshots and so he goes even closer to the house this is what really could have happened like, to no. him don't go in there yeah and once he shoots at the oven mm-hmm. the fucking house explodes but andy was i guess far enough away mm-hmm. Because he was looking for Chucky because he put Chucky down and then Chucky fucking got up and killed some dude. Yeah. That's what he did. And then it cuts to the police station and the cops have Andy and Chucky and they're questioning Andy. And Andy tells the cops that Maggie fell out of the window because Chucky scared her. And then his mom, Karen, tells Andy that no one believes no one believes you about Chucky. And if you don't tell them the truth, they're going to take you away from me. Yeah. That's a lot to put on a child. It is. But you can also feel her fear of that's true. Yeah. And then it, they do. A psychiatrist yeah. has been basically listening to this, and he's like, I think Andy needs to stay with me for a few days. And they lock him up in a psych ward for psych hold. Karen brings Chucky home because they keep Andy, and she calls him a bastard, and she's like, say something, damn it, and laughs when she, when Chucky's like, I like to be hugged. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm crazy. I'm asking mm-hmm. a doll to talk to me. This was but, the best part of the movie. Yeah. When she finds out everything, you're like, she gets up to get a glass of water and this shot you can see her get a glass of water she's on the left side of the screen Mm -hmm. and on the right side of the screen she left chucky sitting up on the back of the couch Mm -hmm. but then she is looking at his box that he came in 
And when the shot comes back to looking at her, he's not in the shot anymore. And this is really old school horror tricks because now we're like, oh, my God, I've seen this a million times. But Mm -hmm. then it had been done, but it was still... It was spooky. Yeah. It was scary. I'm like, oh, shit, he's gone. He's gone. Those are the best ones where you have to look in the background to see if something's there or not there or what's going on. Those are my favorite horror movies. Because mm-hmm. you get so front, uncomfortable. Yes. If it's too up front, I'm like, oh, that was boring. Yes. Hereditary. Dude, all the corner shit in Hereditary yes. was terrifying. Or for me, The Grudge, where yes. you see her shadow go sometimes, and I'm like, or at the top of the ceiling or something. Ugh, I'm sorry. Exactly. Just like that, though. <laughs> yeah. I love those horror tricks. Me too. Especially in theaters because the screen's so big. You're like, where do I look? Where do I look? I don't want to look over there because there's something over there, but then I'm going to miss something. Exactly. Oh, I love subtlety in horror mm-hmm. because that's scarier to mm-hmm. me because you could run with that, you know? Exactly. And when they do try to do a jump scare, sometimes it's done well enough to where you were kind of expecting it, but it just kind of... still Yeah, because yeah. you, you already built up so much suspense because there's something in the fucking corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she makes this epiphany that Chucky doesn't have batteries in him because the batteries fall out of the box. And she's would, like, oh, my kid's not crazy. Shit out of me. I would, oh I God. don't know what I would do in mm-hmm. that situation. I mean, I, of course, I would turn around because my back's yeah. been to him the whole time. But if I saw he wasn't there, I'd be like, can I get to the door? I would say, I think I would like back out to the door. Yeah. Can I can't, just grab a knife? Yes. <clears throat> Keep your back to the door. Never put your back at anything that's empty because somebody's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully he lets you escape. Uh Uh-huh. Because now he's got the upper hand on you. So he actually moved, though, to the coffee table. And she slowly picks him up and looks to see that, you know, she turns him over and opens his little overalls. And she sees that there are no batteries. And as she's doing that, he whips his head backwards to her and says, I'm Chucky. Want to play? (laughs) So she drops him, which is fair. And he basically ends up under the sofa because he doesn't immediately just start attacking her. You know, he's really just scaring her at this point. So she pulls him out and she shakes him and tells him to talk again. And he doesn't. So she gets a fire going in the fireplace And she's threatening him. And she's like, talk to me, damn it, or I'll throw you in the fire. And then he gets big mad. (laughs) He's like, you stupid bitch, I'll cheat you to fuck with me. (laughs) And and now we have what Child's Play is so famous for. And this, you know, this yelling and screaming that this doll does when he's trying to attack. Um, And he bites her and he runs out of the apartment. And Karen, he gets in the elevator and she's trying to keep up with him. Mm -hmm. But she's on the stairs and she doesn't make it because he runs off. And then Karen goes to Detective Mike to tell him that Chucky came alive, which kind of a rookie move, but I know she's desperate and she's trying to get anybody to believe her. But of course, he's just going to think you just want your kid back. And also, you're both crazy. Exactly. This doll's not alive. If you came to me, granted, she doesn't know this person and you're like, I think one of my pop figures is alive. (laughs) I would be like, what do you want to do about it? (laughs) What do we do? So, of course, you know. She shows him the bite mark and he's like, how did you get that? And he's like, eh, it's what I, it's probably just your kid or like, he doesn't, he just doesn't believe her even with the bite mark. And so she's like, I'm going to go find him on my own. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, knows where she's going. She's going to that part of town where the house blew up, where they found this assailant's partner, essentially. And he's like, you shouldn't go to that part of town at night. You shouldn't do it. But of course she goes with no weaponry or plan of any sort and even if you find it nobody's with you what are you gonna do with it you can't just pick it up and be like let's go chucky let's go show the cops exactly she doesn't really have a game plan here 
And exactly what I would be scared of happens to her when she gets there. Like, my biggest fear would be, so she finds the guy that sold her the doll. Yep. And he, she's like, where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? And he's like, uh, it's going to cost you. And she's like, just take all the money I have. And he's like, this is enough. And so he gets all rapey. Yeah. But then, of course, you know, Mike followed her because she's an attractive lady and he's <laughs> going to see what's going on. Doesn't want her to go by herself. And he does the bad guy cop routine and he's like, you better tell me where he is right now. And <laughs> he's got his gun out, you know, and mm-hmm. and then the guy caves pretty quickly and he tells the cop that the toys, you know, that he got it at that toy store and the cop is shook because he was the one chasing Charles Lee Ray that night. And so for some reason, this is what did him in. He's like, oh, maybe it's Charles Lee Ray and the fucking doll. Totally. Mm-hmm. On that note, though, he did see the whole weird storm and explosion, so... Maybe he's like, maybe he was doing something spooky. Mm-hmm. So Karen wants Mike to tell her where Charles lived. And she's talking about how Charles is in the doll. Mm-hmm. And she tells him he killed his partner and Chucky will come after him next. She's like, you killed him. And then he killed his partner. He's going to come after you next. Exactly. You're on his hit list. Mm-hmm. And he's got a list. And he's just going down the list. And he, for some reason, is like, this is where his address is don't give a civilian or like i know cops are civilian but you know what i mean don't give like a Mm -hmm. just random lady the address to this previously she already went into a bad part of town she's just you're just sending her to another dangerous place but of course he follows her at some point eventually (laughs) you know so the detective decides that he's going to go back to work and he pulls out the charles lee ray file from his office and gets back in his car and of course chucky appears from the back seat and starts to strangle him with what looked like jumper cables. Mm-hmm. There were some sort of cables. I think they were jumper cables. And the cop, while he's being choked, grabs his cigarette lighter from the car and burns his face with the cigarette lighter. And then Chucky starts stabbing through the back of the seat with a knife. Mm-hmm. And so he's like leaning forward and then he's coming up through the bottom of the seat. So he's like basically yeah. sitting up in this car. So my question is, Before, because eventually Chucky does grab the gas pedal and floors it and kind of loses control of the car. But he had a lot of opportunities to stop the car. the fucking brakes. Yeah, a lot. But no, he's just like, I'm going to endanger everybody's (laughs) life tonight. You know, he's hopping around on the seat and then Chucky ends up grabbing the gas pedal, like I said, and flooring it and the car flips. And then Chucky is running around the car. This is another scene that I remembered. I remembered this, him running around this car when I was a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. While the cop tries to shoot at him, and the cop again is upside down because this car is flipped over, and he's now kind of laying on the roof of the car, and he runs into the car, Chucky does, right at him with this knife, and the cop shoots him and blows him away for at least a few, enough for him to compose himself. (laughs) And then it cuts to Karen finding Charles' apartment, and it's got some weird-ass paintings on the wall. Mm -hmm. Like, if we didn't think he was a serial killer, we know he's a serial (laughs) killer now because these paintings are fucking creepy, which is the point. And while she's looking around the apartment, the detective shows up and scares her, you know, because you see someone coming in behind her. And if you're anything that's other than a horror movie fan, you're like, (gasps) but we're like, it's the detective. And says that Charles was friends with a man named John because he was looking at his file. And that's where Chucky will go next. And he's right. Chucky goes to see this man named John. And you find out that this is the man that taught him how to do these weird rituals. He's some sort of doctor of whatever this practice is. And he taught him how to put his soul into another body. 
The man tells him the longer he stays in the body, the more human he becomes. Because Chucky's there because he got shot and burned and it actually hurt. And he thought that that wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to happen. And the man tells him, you know, well, he can't stay there forever. And John says he's an abomination. And, and this guy, at least, at the very least, he's not a fan of this Charles Lee Ray person yeah. being in this doll. So he tries to kill him. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're an abomination. You're using this for evil. I never taught you that. And he, he wants to kill him. But, of course, when he tries, Chucky pulls out this essentially what looks like a voodoo doll of John and mm-hmm. starts breaking his legs, which are – that's pretty brutal. He yeah. just snaps his – I can't imagine. Like, I've seen in horror movies, you know, them snapping the fingers. But, mm-hmm. like, the just snapping any sort of body parts. Ugh. Bone things get me in gore. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like, bone snapping – because the new one had a good one we'll talk about oh, here yeah. in a minute. Really and, good. oh, bone stuff gets me. Intestine stuff, innards don't, but bones. Mm. So since he's breaking his legs and torturing him, he's like, how do I transfer my soul again? Like, who ca- I want to get out of this doll body. And he basically tells him he has to go into Andy. Because mm-hmm. that's who was his first, you know, yeah. interaction as this doll. So Chucky leaves to find Andy. And then Karen and Mike show up to watch John die as he tells him, you have to save the boy. Otherwise, Chucky will transfer his soul to him. So he tells him that Chucky's going after Andy. So it's all big chasing Chucky back and forth and back and forth. But before he dies and his last dying gasps, as per usual, you got to kill him in the heart. (laughs) Because he's almost human in the heart. So cut to Andy. He's locked in a cell. Yelling that Chucky is there to kill. This was hard to watch. This This kid, being an actor that young, did so well in this scene because it truly looked like he was terrified for his fucking life. Yes, you're like, come here, baby, I will save you because all he's saying is Chucky's gonna kill me, and he's crying. He like slinks down slowly on the door of his like cell, and he's just like sobbing. Oh my god, he did such a good job. He did such a good job because I was like. Oh no, somebody get that child out of there. Exactly. <laughs> and he actually does end up escaping and running away, which is lined up so perfectly. Mm-hmm. But he does get out and you see Chucky was kind of outside his window peeking in at him, which is how he knew that Chucky was there because mm-hmm. he knew he was coming. And you see him slink back out the window as these orderlies and the doctor come in to see, you know, Andy's gone, Andy's gone, and this whole big calamity of it all and andy hides in what i it looks like and i would assume is the morgue of this hospital that he's at he's kind of slinking around and then chucky jumps at him and andy is really smart for a six-year-old because in the commotion when chucky lunges at him they knock over all these all this medical stuff and Mm -hmm. he grabs andy grabs a scalpel and he's like bitch i'm at least gonna have a weapon and, and the, then he, like, backs himself into a corner yeah. so he can see everything. It, he yeah. Smart. And the psychiatrist ends up finding him and tries to sedate him. He's fucking six. And the dude had him already in his arms. Why do you also need to inject him with something? I don't fucking get it. And also, I had another problem with this scene. It may be a stupid problem, and maybe it's because he didn't want to do that in this place, which I'm just now coming to think about. But it seems like sedating Andy would be easy for Chucky to do what he needs to do so Mm -hmm. it might be a win if if he lets the doctor sedate him before he kills him because chucky stabs the 
doctor in the leg with the scalpel and then electrocutes him with what used to do electroshock therapy yeah because like his eyes and his mouth and all that blood started coming up and his face started getting all browned like that nasty ass toast in the beginning go chucky you got some good deaths yes but andy is able to escape because he ended up not getting the shot because you know Mm -hmm. dude got slashed in the leg as he should dick yeah so it cuts to Karen and the cop running to the hospital that Andy's at. And they ask around, like, this is clearly like a children's psychiatric ward because there's a little girl sitting on the ground and they're like asking about Andy. And the little girl says Chucky was there looking for Andy. So Chucky's going around to all these kids and he's like, where's Andy? Mm-hmm. You know, it's smart that the mom even thinks to ask the little girl and not any of the like psychiatrists. Or anything yeah, because like then they're just going to be like, we're going to lock you up while you're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Karen tells Mike Andy will go home if he's in trouble because she's always told him, if you're in trouble and you don't know what to do, just go home. So you see Chucky in the elevator going up to Andy's apartment because, as we know, Andy has gone home. Mm -hmm. And there's this couple and they're like, oh, some child left their doll. And this isn't really important. It was just funny. funny. She was like, ugly doll. (laughs) And he's laying there. He's like, fuck you. (laughs) So Chucky's a fun villain. Very much so. He's funny. Yeah. Where he cracks a lot of jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And so Chucky drops into the house from their fireplace, which is kind of weird to me because it's an apartment. So they are at the, are they at the very top? Because most apartments, if they have fireplaces, you have to be on the top floor to get the fireplace. So Hmm. I would assume so. But he drops in through their chimney and Chucky jumps out at Andy as Andy is slowly kind of looking in the hallway because he hears something. Because initially Andy was just going to barricade himself up in the closet because he's sitting there, but then he hears something. And unfortunately he's six and wasn't like... Maybe it was mom or something. Yeah. So we get a little cat and mouse scene here with Chucky and Andy. And Chucky knocks Andy out with a bat and starts the chant to transfer his soul into Andy. And he's actually kind of excited to be six years old again. Mm-hmm. It, gets, it gets creepy. Well, he gets like this whole new life. So the clouds start to roll in again and we get the 80s lightning as Chucky is chanting. <laughs> but as he is chanting, Karen and Mike bust in and they throw Chucky off of Andy. Here's my problem with this scene. They throw him off Andy and then they both pay attention to Andy. Mm-hmm. You have a homicidal voodoo doll exactly. behind you. Pay attention. That's why you go in pairs. Yes. Someone takes care of this. Someone takes care of that. Exactly. So Mike should have turned around and shot the fucking doll. Yeah. So then, of course, Chucky runs up and slashes Mike's leg. And Karen is tending to Andy because Mike walks around the apartment with his gun. And he's like, you pay attention to him. I'm going to take care of this. So Chucky runs at Mike as he's he's looking under the bed in one of the rooms. And Chucky runs at him and beats him with the bat. And then Karen has a gun and shoots Chucky in the leg. But then the gun jams and Chucky lunges for her. And as they are struggling, Karen gets Chucky in the fireplace and traps him with the screen, mm-hmm. which she is does smart. A good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. she holds the screen there and he's freaking out and pounding and yelling. And she tells Andy, get me a match because she can't reach him. She's got mm-hmm. to keep Chucky contained. And Andy's like terrified for a moment, but then he like springs into action pretty quickly. So before he drops the match in, you get the famous. This is the end, friend. Because, yes. <laughs> you know, Chucky's the we'll We're be friends, friends till the end. And uh, the that end was pretty friend. cool. Because it didn't seem super lame because he was six. No, it And it was cute. like his victory moment. Yeah. Like that was his cheesy little one-liner. Exactly. And everybody cheered. <laughs> but it's not the heart. So she burns him, yes. But 
while he's smoldering on your floor, you have the perfect opportunity to take a knife and stab him through the heart. So Karen goes to tend to Mike and tells Andy to go in and go to the kitchen and get the first aid kit. And Andy notices Chucky's not where he was, but for some reason he's like, Meh, Meh. whatever. Yeah, it's fine. This homicidal doll that's been trying to kill us for a while got burned and now Ain't he's no not thing. there. Maybe mom moved it. Yeah. I don't know. But then he runs back to his mom and Chucky trips him. And this is where you get that scene that I also remembered from childhood. Andy falls and then a burnt ass Chucky is holding a knife and is slinking towards him slowly, just mm-hmm. holding the knife above him. And Karen, you know, Andy screams for his mom and Karen sees this and she locks Chucky out and Chucky yells, give me the boy and I'll let you live. And so he's basically like, I'll let you live. God damn it. Just give me the kid. They lock themselves in the bedroom, but there are two doors to this bedroom and poor Karen can't do everything. Mm -hmm. Now, Mike and his useless ass, he's fine. Just prop him up against a door. He's probably enough weight. Like, just crawl over there. Get one door, please. But he doesn't. And... (laughs) Chucky is stabbing through the door that Karen is trying to hold and slices through her hand and then continues to stab through it as I she's feel so screaming. Bad for her trying to move her face so he won't stab her in the fucking face. Yeah, while still trying to keep him out. So he goes to the other door and busts it open. And then Andy and Karen run down the hallway and Karen turns to shoot at Chucky as he's like slowly slinking towards them with a the knife. So sometimes he can move quickly and sometimes he just chooses not to. And you would think. With a gun pointed at him, he would, like, serpentine a little bit, maybe, or move a little Mm -hmm. bit quicker. But he sets up this, you know, Karen shoots at him a couple times, and she blows off appendages. So, blows off the head, blows off an arm, blows off a foot. (laughs) But he's still hobbling towards them, and then she does shoot him. And then I literally thought, I was like, where are the neighbors? This is an apartment. You're not hearing gunshots and people screaming. But then... John comes in, who I believe is Mike's partner. Yeah. And, you know, even at this point, Mike is like, don't touch him. Don't touch him. The doll's alive. He's killing people. It's Charles Lee Ray, all this stuff. And John is like, bruh. Mm -hmm. He grabs Chucky's charred ass head (laughs) and they're all in the bedroom and he sets it on top of a TV and he's standing next to it and he's like poking at it and kind of laughing. And (laughs) then, of course, there's a vent behind him and Chucky busts through the vent and tries to choke him. And then Karen throws him off, John, and Mike shoots Chucky through the heart, and then blood splatters behind him on the drapes. And then it, uh, hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? And then, uh, you kind of see, the last scene is actually Andy, like, looking back, and then it just freeze frames and ends in a very 80s, 80s way. I love the freeze frames. Yeah. So, since we're not wrapping up here, real quick, I mean, Child's Play is really fun. It's a fun movie. I'd give it a strong three and a half. I've had a really fun fun time. I'm super excited to see the rest of them so far. Yeah. And I think we have the, you know, we'll do a yearly thing and do some more Chucky movies. I did have one little little tidbit, which yeah. is kind of cool. Chucky's full name is Charles Lee Ray, which mm-hmm. comes from three notorious killers. And we have Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, who assassinated JFK, and James Earl Ray, who assassinated MLK Jr. You want to hear another interesting tidbit of information? Yeah. My grandfather's name was Charles Ray Lee. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I think his middle name was Ray because my dad's middle name was Raymond, and I think they got that from my grandfather. I know he had Ray in we his name, it. and his name was Charles, and his last name was Lee. That was Chucky right there. It was your grandfather. He was really good at playing on dolls on the floor with me. He was <gasps> best. Fucking Chucky. He wasn't killing anybody, though. What happened. He finally got He retired. <laughs> 
my grandma was hot. He got himself a hot <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, I think my – now, my great uncle listens to this, and I may be totally wrong, but his name was for sure Charles Lee. I don't remember his middle name. But I want to say it was Ray or Raymond because my dad's middle name is Raymond. So it's, yeah, it's pretty close. So just a little interesting tidbit about my family. Please don't Google us. (laughs) So, yeah, let's talk about the fucking remake because, dude... It was so fucking all good. so fun. Oh like, my god, it was like a roller coaster. I wasn't even super excited for the Child's Play remake. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, you know, I'll see it because it's it is a horror movie, and that I want to see those things, yeah. those those movies. But man, you know, it had a pretty. I love Aubrey Plaza uh, as she was the mom in this mm-hmm. mo- in the remake, and fucking Mark Hamill mm-hmm. as Chucky, which you know is interesting because you. Always, Chucky is always so synonymous with one person. To have Mark Hamill, who is also iconic in his own right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luke Skywalker. Hello. Or even his voice acting. Yeah. The Joker. Right. So it was cool. And they made his voice. I'm sure they, you know, did some sound mixing and editing mm-hmm. on it. It wasn't like I was hearing Mark Hamill the whole time. Mm-hmm. And if he, he does do voice acting, so I'm sure he's able to change you have to be talented to do voice acting. Exactly. You can't just go in there and, and do this, you know. Yeah. And it was really cool t- for him to do that because I follow him on Instagram and Twitter and he's been really excited about it too, which has been cool. This movie is really cool because it takes child's play, but it makes it modern it and it almost a completely different genre, yes. which we'll get into in a minute. Yes, it's definitely a re not even a reboot. It's a reimagining. Completely. Of they play. took this loose, like, you know how in school like when you write an essay and you're just doing the brainstorming and you've got these like loose bullet points they yeah. basically took some of these mm-hmm. bullet points and created their own movie exactly so if you're going in to see a child's play because pet cemetery was kind of like a play-by-play of the original yeah with some differentiate differentiation but this one was like chucky's iconic let's make him something different yes it was so good even starting out with like the posters for mm-hmm. Child's Play because it came out the same day as Toy Story. Yeah. Which, thank God, because that actually got us an empty theater. Basically empty. There were two today. other people. That's that it. was it. And it was so good. But it, that theater was packed with children. Yes. Which was cool, but also we there was, like, hardly anybody fucking in yes. our theater. Nobody went to go see Child's Play today but us, so that was great. And because they came out on the same day, Child's Play did this really cool thing, and I found it so creative and so funny and awesome. Just another one of those to make it be like a ride the whole time. Yeah. And they took the toys from Child's Play and they did different posters of Chucky killing each one of them. Toy the toys from Toy Story? Yes. Yeah. They did one where like he broke the the piggy bank. He uh had the slinky dog over roasting over a fire. Oh he my had God. so many cool different posters for it, which I thought was a cool thing. That is really cool. And also kind of a generational thing, because I'm sure a lot of people going to see this remake are our age that grew up with Toy Story. Yes, so we're not going to get offended by that. We're going to be like, that's awesome. Yeah, or at least we were. We thought it was fucking awesome. So this movie, what I liked about it, and you know this right off the get-go, so it's not like I'm spoiling anything quickly here. It didn't take the putting a soul into a doll aspect of things. It went a completely different route, and it looked at today, like, what what could be a modern Chucky that would scare people today right mm-hmm. now? Because I think 
the doll, especially with Annabelle coming out like a week after this came out, it's a little played out. You know, we've seen it a bunch of times. We've seen a million child's play movies. What else can you do with this? Which is why I was a little tired not knowing what I was walking into of kind of this. Because, I mean, how many... And, you know, they just did a Chucky... uh, Cult of Chucky, I think, in like 2013. So it's not like this... It's been 20, 25, 30 years since they've done this. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Pet Cemetery was in the 80s. And then 30 years later, we're doing it again or it or whatever there wasn't a lot of time between the last chucky movie mm-hmm. and this one so they had to really i think to get audi- good audience responses go in a different direction and some people may not like that because they may be excited to go in there and see a play-by-play chucky remake with current cgi mm-hmm. but man i thought they did so well in making this scary for today yes right now you're gonna be disappointed it still has Chucky. I mean, he looks a little bit different, but it's still him killing people. You're still getting great gore and stuff Creeps. like that out of it. Yeah. And that's basically what Chucky's all about anyway. Right. Exactly. So this starts with a, the company is called Castlin that creates these dolls. Uh, they're not good guy dolls in this one. They're called buddies. They create everything. Yeah. To find out. They're like Amazon, Google, yeah, um, Apple. Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walmart in the sense that they own. Pr- it, it reminded me a lot of by and large in Wally. Yes, exactly. Like it was that. like they dominate everything. Mm-hmm. They are monopolizing everything. Everybody's homes are hooked up. It's like yes. if you were to combine Google, Amazon, Nest Thermostat, like just all of those smart home device type things into yes. one major umbrella company. And so it starts with a commercial introducing Buddy the Smart Doll. And so it's like an Alexa in a doll. So he's able to control your TV, your thermostat, your home devices. He's able to be a baby monitor. You can put him in your kid's crib. He he scans people and knows them by name and face. And yes, it's just which is so creepy. He's a robot. When I saw it in the crib with that little girl, I'm like, oh, God. He's like if Bicentennial Man went evil. Yeah. Do you remember that movie with Robin Williams in it? Have you seen it? I know of it. I've never seen but it. But you know the concept. Yeah. yeah. And so he connects to everything in your home. He's a smart doll. And so it cuts to the Castle and Factory in Vietnam. And then there's this man working on a buddy doll and he gets distracted in his daydreaming and his boss slaps him and yells at him and is like, once you finish that doll, you're fired. Get out of here. You get like to. that's not real. I don't know what work conditions are like at other places. I don't know, man. But why would you tell him to do something and then he's fired? You know he's going to fuck it up. Honestly, in business, if you know that like, somebody's giving a two week notice and you, they aren't working to their full capacity a lot of the times and it's even happened that where we work like you know we don't need your full two weeks notice you're not you're doing shitty work anyway so are you serious you're you expect him to actually do it properly and then leave but not only does he fuck it up if he hadn't put something in it and didn't work and they had to refund it that would be one thing but he completely changes the coding of this doll and this chip that goes in this doll and he is taking out all the safeguards, all the safety features, and he's changing all the behavioral coding mm-hmm. in this doll. And then you cut to outside the factory. He fucking jumps out a window and kills himself. Yeah. He doesn't have to deal with it. <laughs> Somebody else's problem. And then it cuts to Aubrey Plaza's character, who is named Karen. It's Karen and Andy, mm-hmm. just like in the original. And she is working at as a clerk at a big-time department store. And uh, she goes home for the night to her teenage son. And it really 
places this doll early because like when she's working somebody's returning it saying he wanted the blonde one but she's like the blonde one's not out yet hilarious i loved her she's like i'm sorry that you couldn't look in the window and see that it has red hair and i'm like God, you're gonna get also, fired, but hilarious. I wish we could do that shit. I know, right? I'm sorry you didn't read the contact lens rebate and didn't submit it within 90 exactly. days, but I'm not going to give you $200 because you couldn't fucking read it. I'm sorry you didn't listen to me when I explained $39 for the Optimap, but... <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she did everything that all of us in people industries would love to do. Be oh, like, yes. it's not my fault that you're a fucking idiot. Yes. <laughs> so, but her, she goes home to her, to Andy. And in this one, Andy's more probably around the age of 13, 14, maybe going on 15. But he almost looks like 12 to 14. Yeah, I, I was going to say young, like 11 Really? You think he's yeah. 11? Okay. Somewhere in there, though. He's an older kid. He's got yeah. smartphone. He's not like he's... our six-year-old. Andy no, no, no. This one. And she's messing with him, and they just moved. You can see his stuff is still in boxes, and so he's not super happy, you know. He's mm-hmm. kind of moping around, and she tells him, she takes his smartphone away from him and tells him that she will give him his phone back if he goes outside and tries to make friends. I do need to say real quick, it's fucking raining. You're in a kind of weird part of town, yeah. and it's dark. And she's literally like, go outside and make friends. Yeah, it's no. not like there are kids playing in the park on yeah, a Sunday afternoon. She's like, get out. <laughs> so the next day, a woman returns one of the buddy dolls because it has red eyes. And she said it was just being really weird. And it's supposed to have blue eyes. Like when it lights up and it's engaging and thinking about stuff, its eyes are supposed to light up blue. But mm-hmm. its eyes were lighting up red and it was just acting weird. So she just wants her money back. So she goes to her boss and she's like, can I have it? They're just going to throw it away, right? And he's like, yeah. Well, can I have it? And he's like, no. And then she's like, remember that time when you slept with that woman? How's your wife doing? <laughs> I love that. So she gets the doll. And this is a very Aubrey Plaza because she's always kind of the, like, sassy, like, like in uh, Parks and Rec. I don't know if you've, ever, if you've watched much Parks and Rec. I have seen her in, um, shoot. I don't remember the name of it. But I saw her in a, a women's comedy. I know which one you're talking like, about, but I don't know what it's called. I found her kind of. Like, I like dry humor, but I was also like, mm, it's a little too dry for That's me. how she is in Parks and Rec, too. Mm-hmm. She's funnier in Parks and Rec, though, than I think what you saw her in. But mm-hmm. I think she's funny. And this kind of fits into her character pretty well. I thought she did a good job. And so, of course, she takes the doll home. And later that day, Andy walks in on his mom making out with some dude named Shane. And he says he's going to hang out with some kids down the hall. And she's fine with not having any more information. Because he doesn't want to be around his mom making out with some boyfriend. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to go hang out with some kids I met down the hall. And she's like, you made friends? What are their names or something? And he just closes the door. And she's like, okay, bye. I would need, like, which apartment are you in? Can you tell me that? Exactly. Like, you're just like, okay, bye. I don't know. But, mm. And he's really just sitting in a little nook in the hallway on his phone because mm-hmm. he didn't make any friends, obviously, because it was nighttime and raining and sketchy. So clearly he wasn't going to make any friends. And then a man comes in and is like, why are you just sitting in the hallway? And this, I love this, guy. this is our Detective Mike character. He's great. He is. And he is at the apartments to see, he sees his mom once a week for dinner and he introduces himself again as Detective Mike. And he's the, one of the comedic relief characters Mm -hmm. in this movie. So Andy's mom comes out and sees that he's just sitting there and he basically says he'll only come back in if Shane is gone. And he is. So he comes in and his mom gets to give him the doll. 
And he's not of the age where uh, this buddy doll is really something that he wants to play with. Is excited about. Yeah. Like, it's cool for families or whatever. If you have kids, it kind mm-hmm. of makes the Alexa cute and cuddly, I guess. Yeah. But he's not excited about it. Like, and she thought that he would be more excited about it because he was watching YouTube videos of it on his phone. But they were like spoof videos. They weren't actual. He is not actually interested in this doll. Yeah. But he sees that she feels bad for getting a dud gift. And also when he opens it and tries to engage with it, it's very glitchy. Mm-hmm. And so she, he can see that she worked hard for this, you know, quote unquote, but feels bad that it doesn't work. So he's like, it's fine. I love it. I love you. Whatever. Yeah. And he actually tries to name it Han Solo, which was funny to me because of the Star Wars, you know, throwback there. And the doll hears Chucky. And that's how he gets the name Chucky. Because in the original, his name is Charles and he went by Chucky. Mm -hmm. And in this one, he just hears Chucky. So Andy tries to connect with Chucky to the cloud and it's too glitchy. And so he's like, eh, you know what? It's broken, whatever. And... Andy walks Chucky and is holding his hand it's so like a toddler and it's walking with it him. It walks by itself. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. No. And that's just like okay. No. It's not okay. You know, we don't have kids so we're not like up on the toy technology. I wonder I mean there's got to be like talking and walking dolls like this now, right? Ew. You think? I hope not. May- there might be. We wouldn't know. Jessica, let us know. <laughs> Thomas ain't got no dolls allowed to like dolls just because he's a boy yeah but Amanda. i know that but jackson likes dinosaurs and thomas is too you can't tell me there aren't dinosaurs that walk by themselves it doesn't have to be a fucking doll but dolls would be creepier because they it actually is, yes walk. creepier but it's still the technology must exist then well because they have even when we were kids the ones that you kind of like whine and have batteries that just kind of like move their legs forward but this was like straight up like a people walking around yeah it no, was i don't awful. think we have technology like that i hope not i hope we never do Sure or at least it. it's not out to the masses. Yeah. Like, probably walking around in labs somewhere or in like viral videos. Yeah. And he's showing Chucky his room and some drawings that he did. And he's like, eh, they're kind of stupid. And he's like, I don't think they're stupid. And so now he's starting to emotionally connect with this doll because he doesn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. So it's an easy plot point to create there. Yeah. This emotional connection. And he's talking to Chucky as a friend now, and he's basically reaching out because he's lonely. And then Buddy starts seeing the, you are my buddy until the end, more than a buddy, you are my friend. (laughs) But it glitches at the end of the song, so it gets real creepy. And then Andy rolls over in the middle of the night, and Chucky is just staring at him, and he's like, want to play? I love this part because of how Andy reacts to it, because he doesn't freak out. It's not that horror movie of, oh my god. I mean, it's creepy, but Andy's just like, can you stop? Shut the fuck up. And then it whispers, you're my best friend, Andy. And Andy tells him to stop being creepy. (laughs) But then he starts singing the buddy song again, and it just won't stop singing. And then when it does, it's just like, good night, Andy. (laughs) And the next day, Andy is brushing his teeth and Buddy is mimicking him. So you see that he's learning learning stuff. Yeah, he's scanning and computing and saving all of this information about people and their habits and behaviors. But the PB&J sandwich. Yeah. That kid's a fucking psycho. Who does that? (laughs) He, like, takes this big old knife through this PB&J and then just slams it into the cutting board. Yeah, because he's just, like, going through his morning. So he's making himself lunch and he's like... 
jelly, peanut butter, slap, like <laughs> stab right into the fucking cutting board. Like, Which and of then, course that's how Chucky learns, but we're like, Andy's a fucking psycho. And, and then you see Chucky next to him after he stabs it into the cutting board, doing that like stabbing yeah. motion with his hand. He's like, okay, we stab things. Got it. When Andy comes home that day, Chucky is waiting at the door for him and he made him, he got like a broken popsicle stick and tied a it ribbon around so it. Cute. It was cute. You, this is not like the original child's play where you don't, where you know it's a serial killer that's in there. So you don't feel bad for Chucky originally. You feel bad for this Chucky. Yeah. Cause he just wants to be Andy's friend. That's like yes. his whole world. And it's like if, if Andy Because in a minute, he teaches him about people he doesn't like and, like, Mm -hmm. he wants to use him to creep people out. But if he hadn't and he was just, like, let's be friends and, like, takes him to places and shows him, like, I don't know. It could have gone completely different. And maybe it would have gone bad eventually because of all those coding changes. Mm -hmm. But Chucky's really just absorbing what he's being taught from Andy. Yeah. Or, like, when he's sitting in the room all by himself when he gets in trouble. You just feel so bad for him. You're like, oh, my God. When he gets in trouble, he's a fucking robot. And he's being shamed. (laughs) Time out, robot. (laughs) And then this boyfriend shane is over and karen is asleep on the couch with shane and shane tells andy to be quiet since his mom is sleeping he's such a fucking asshole yeah this is the part i hated about this fucking movie was this guy this one thing this is my only problem with it mm-hmm. is this shane dude because he's not real. believable he's he's that intense stereotype that is the things that come out of his mouth half the time in the theater i was sitting there going what the fuck yeah. What the fuck was that? And this was one of them. Like, he easily could have just been, like, been nice and gone, hey, Andy, can you sh- can you just be quiet or take him in the other room? He didn't have to be like, shh. Shut the fuck up, kid. You live here. I don't, but shut the fuck up. You're a fucking jackass. He even gets more jackassy here yes. in a little bit. And so, of course, Andy's all pissed off, so he takes Chucky outside, and he's, like, sitting Chucky next to him, just outside talking to him like he's... Like, he's venting, you know, to Mm -hmm. a friend. And Andy talks about how he doesn't like Shane because he thinks that he will leave, just like everyone will leave them. And it actually cuts to them, like, playing, I don't know, was it D&D or a board game or something? Some board game of some sort. Yeah, and he is, it's like this, you know, happy music, peppy, he's finally got a friend, but it's unfortunately this creepy doll. Yeah, you're excited for them. Yes. That they're hanging out and having fun. Exactly. But then he drops one of the game pieces and he bends down to get it and his cat scratches him. And Chucky picks up the cat that hurt Andy and he says, kitty hurt Andy? And then Andy just kind of says something like, I'm so sick of that cat or I'm so tired of that cat, something like that. And then Chucky's eyes turn red as he looks at the cat. And then Andy comes in as Chucky is strangling this cat. Yeah. And Andy does save the cat, but Andy tells him he can't hurt people or cats for that matter. And Andy tells him they have to keep the fact that he hurt the cat a secret. And then Chucky's basically like, well, you said Mm -hmm. I'm your best friend and he's hurting you and I want to hurt him, you know? And that's what his motives are. Mm -hmm. So Shane comes in and tells him to clean his room or something dickish like that. That's not his right to do. Yeah, and so, of course, Andy has not liked him the whole time, but now he hatches a plan that he wants to use Chucky to just freak out Shane. He Mm -hmm. doesn't tell Chucky to hurt him, Mm -mm. just to creep him out a little bit. So then he is outside of his apartment in the hallway teaching Chucky how to make these 
like creepy facial expressions, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty funny. Yeah. It's not like it would have had a crowd roaring in laughter, but it was pretty no. funny because you see this robot try to be scary and he's like, show your teeth more and smile, but mm-hmm. not smile too much and make your eyes wide. So it's a cute little funny montage there. And then these two other kids that walk in the apartment building walk by. Is one of them named Pug? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't remember the girl's name, but there was a boy and a girl. They weren't regular names. I remember that. Yeah. yeah the remember the reason I thought maybe 13 is because Pug was such a big guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, he almost looks like he's a they teenager. They might be. I just feel like Andy was a little bit younger. Yeah. And two other kids walk by, like I said, as he's teaching Chucky this stuff. And they're weirded out because Chucky can curse and, like, make his own decisions. And the girl even mentions, this is how robot apocalypse movies start. That would be me. (laughs) You're like, nope. Mm -mm." (laughs) And the other kids want to help him teach Chucky how to scare Shane. And so then they become friends really quickly. And now they're going around the apartment scaring the poor maintenance man for free snacks. And it's like their evil little tool here. Basic, Connor made a really good point when we were watching this. And he was like, they're basically teaching him horror movie tropes. I'm like, you're fucking correct. The yeah. whole stand there and when he looks at you and then when he looks away move. Yeah. They taught him all of that. Or how to sneak stuff so that they can't hear you or things like that. They're teaching him how to be a killer. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how to be a good, sufficient, yes. efficient killer. <laughs> And then outside, they're bragging about him now. They're showing all these other neighborhood kids what he can do. And mm-hmm. so they make this joke. He's They actually teach him to stab a stuffed animal. Yes. And say they want him to go viral. And so they say it's like, this is for Tupac or something. And they're teaching him how to stab. They yeah. put a knife in his hand and then he stabs this unicorn. And they're laughing. And, they're, and again, Chucky... It's you, he's an interesting villain in this one because in the original one his intention was to kill and hurt people just to be a killer. Yeah. But in this one he's learning these violent behaviors from humans and they enjoy them and they're laughing yes. about them. And that comes pretty full fruition here in a minute because right after this it cuts to them watching one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. Yes. And Chucky is observing these kids they're laughing at these kill scenes and these gore mm-hmm. scenes they're laughing their asses off and chucky is watching like, okay, so these kills like and it's texas chainsaw it's one of the texas it's not the original but it's one of the texas chainsaw yeah. massacre films and he sees you know the guy put on the leather face put on a face of someone yes. else and it's it's a brutal movie and they're laughing and he's watching them laugh and he's looking at this gore and all these kills and then he kind of starts glitching out a little bit so you're mm-hmm. like mm, you just taught yes. him that this was a good thing to do it's kind of an interesting thing that the director did with that on making us look at how society is because we are entertained that's what we're doing right here right now is talking about how much we love horror movies yeah and for us to love something like that it is fucking weird yeah i agree and i think a lot of that's why horror films started out as so taboo and Mm -hmm. people would ban them and why sometimes it's kind of weird to be in like a horror subculture um but it, it is and we've talked about it before and i think watching something so primal and unfortunately ingrained and i mean we've been killing each other since the beginning in a way that is not threatening to us where we can kind of get that out and express but in a safe way is important Mm -hmm. unfortunately i hate to say that but you know i'm sure that watching you know for some people 
watching a good kill keeps them from being angry. I'm not saying everyone's going to go out and kill someone if they don't watch a horror movie, but I mean, you know, yeah, it's absolutely. it can take you on an adrenaline rush sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's what people are looking for. Like this one, like I said, it was like a roller coaster. Exactly. So as they're watching it, he goes to the kitchen and he grabs a knife. And they turn around and see Chucky holding the knife. And he said, heads up, bitch. Because that's what they said in the movie. And he is going to stab one of them. And Andy grabs Chucky. And Chucky cuts him and says he thought it would make him happy. And I was about to say, this is where it does get kind of sad. Because Chucky's just, if you really, like, look, if you're an outsider looking in at human behavior, it's and you don't have a culture of your own, you're like, the fuck are these people like or whatever they think we are doing like you can see why he would think okay i guess this is the fun thing we do yeah we just kill each other for funsies we like blood that makes us laugh exactly okay okay got it got it so he locks chucky up basically or in his room this is when he's like in trouble sitting on the bed you know and then he says i'm sorry andy And I feel like if Andy had handled it differently and sat down with, yes, he is a robot, but clearly he is able to understand Mm -hmm. what you're saying to him, you know. And he kind of does a little bit like, yeah, we watch these things, but we don't do these things. Mm -hmm. And this is why maybe Chucky would have been able to compute that a little bit better, but he just locks him up. And so it cuts to Karen and Shane together in the apartment and Shane turns around and Chucky is standing on the corner or in the corner playing a recording of Andy saying Shane is such an asshole over and over and over. And then Karen walks in and she's just kind of laughing and Shane's like, you think this is fucking funny or some stupid shit like that? He gets his ego hurt a little bit. And so Karen gets mad. And then when uh, Andy gets home. She says you can only be with Chucky for an hour a day. You're becoming too obsessive. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I didn't tell him to do that. But then Karen locks Chucky in this cabinet that's made of glass. And then Andy wakes up that night to Chucky's eyes glowing red. So you don't actually see his eyes, but you see the red glow in the hallway. And he's trying to get out of the cabinet. And the next day, Andy gets home and Chucky has smashed through the cabinet. And you can tell that Andy is scared. He's like bro yeah <laughs> you can see because he kind of opens the cabinet and again it's glass you can see chucky's reflection this was fucked up it goes real fast though chucky killed the cat because it made him it made andy unhappy and now they can play again so you do not see the like it pans up you see the right. cat really quick and then you and see then blood up, and then you don't see it again yeah Andy tells his mom that Shane left the door open and maybe the cat got out that way because he basically takes, hides the cat's body, gets rid of it. And, um, yeah. That night, Andy wakes up and hears a meow and Chucky is fucking standing in the corner of his room playing the recording of him killing the cat. That was a little bit longer of a scene than I may have enjoyed. exactly. (laughs) Not that I would enjoy it at all, but. I mean, it's only like three or four meows, but the space between them and everything and yeah yeah. and you know what's happening so you know like especially if you're any sort of animal lover it's uh animal deaths are always as soon as i saw they had a cat they're literally the only reason animals are in horror movies is to do a few things kill them to start things off or they start acting weird and they start running away from stuff and then you know oh shit the animals know something so something's up that's the and, only two reasons. And it's like their cheap kill because yeah. you can't kill off the kid because he's the main one. But kids and animals are the ones that are going to cause people to have that visceral reaction of, Ugh. Yeah, exactly. So we can kill the cat and get away with it. Right. 
The next day, Andy gets home and Chucky is sitting on the couch with his fingers laced together. I don't know if you saw his finger. I did not. He was sitting like this, like in his lap and he's just like been waiting. That's awkward. But he's looking at him and he's like freaking the fuck out. And then Shane and Karen walk in and they're like, we're going to order pizza. With him zipping. So this Shane character, I fucking hate him. I'm going to bring it up again. Yeah, no, go ahead. He walks out into the living room, zipping up his pants. And this is the second time he's done it in a scene. It's nasty. You're fucking gross. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Honestly. Uh, There's no nudity in this movie. She starts to take her bra off. But you don't see anything. You don't see anything. No. And that was to start off this creepy other maintenance guy. Yeah. But um, in the original, I don't think there is either. Mm-mm. I don't think there's boob in the original so. one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is for children. Yeah. And Andy leaves as Shane and his mom come out of the bedroom and Shane's being gross. So he leaves the apartment. He's like, fuck this. So that night, Shane is still at their apartment, and he's peeing, and Chucky is just in there, and he scares, I was going to say the shit, but the piss out of him, <laughs> because he pees all over himself, as Chucky plays the recording of Andy saying he's an asshole. So at this point, it's late enough where Shane actually goes into Andy's room, because Andy has come home, and throws the doll at Andy, and Andy gets up because he's being confronted. And he pushes Andy back on the bed and tells him if he has a problem with him, he should be a man and say it to his face. And then he, like, smirks and walks out. He's a kid. Yeah. He's a fucking kid. He's not a man. He shouldn't have to tell you shit. And also, don't fucking push him. It's none of your business. You know, especially if the kid has daddy issues because his dad walked out on him and his mom. What makes you think he's going to like you or respect you? You kind of have to earn that, I Uh think. You know, especially this off track and personal but when my dad died you know my mom had boyfriends and for a while my brother and I were the typical like who the fuck are you Mm -hmm. you're not my dad like you know because but none of them were well there was one that came in my brother like this actually are you serious Uh, yeah I'm not gonna tell you that whole story right now but yeah he like called my brother and his friend like faggots or something and fuck man that didn't last obviously but he my brother was like 15 at the time and his dad had, like, just died, like, a year before. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. So, like, yes, this character isn't super believable, but I have seen that happen, which is... But it was over text, so he wasn't being bad about it. He texted. Yeah. Of course, it leaves Andy upset and crying on his bed about how much he hates Shane. And then at that moment, Chucky's eyes turn red. And so you're like, ooh, he's going to get Shane. But you're not really upset that he's going to get Shane. You're like, probably better for everybody. Yeah, let's please. <laughs> Especially because Shane and Karen fight in the hallway and a detective Mike actually sees it because he's at his mom's house that night and Shane gets in his truck and leaves and he gets home and he flips down his visor and his wedding ring falls out and he puts it back on and he fucking goes home to his wife and two children. Fucking gross. So he's been hiding the wedding ring from Karen so she doesn't know he's married and obviously his wife doesn't know that he's not at work. So he's just being a fucking cheater. He's got a superiority complex too because he's like, I do so much in this house and I got to take down these fucking Christmas lights. What's also weird is he's doing it at night mm-hmm. with the Christmas lights on. Well, he probably could have done it during the day if he wasn't fucking some other bitch. You're and... right. Yeah. Yeah. So it cuts to him climbing a ladder. Oh, I wanted to say too, this reminded me because this is in the trailer. They did a really good job of hiding the plot from the trailer you didn't get you got some little inkling but they really did such a good job of subtleties in the trailer you saw aubrey plaza being tied up but you know you don't really know like 
mm-hmm. what context that is. Like, obviously, he's killing her, but it just, I, I thought they did a good job because a lot of these kill scenes and gore scenes and plot points that made this movie were not in the trailer. Yeah, which which I, I love. Yeah, because we have to see trailers. It's exactly. not like we can avoid them. And so sometimes that really, like, Curse of La Llorona ruins a movie. Exactly. When you put everything in there. I feel like so Annabelle's going to be that way, too. Yeah. The Conjuring universe is particularly bad about that. So I'm interested to see how that goes. But, you know, I just wanted to mention, like, they didn't even reveal the look of Chucky fully until like a month before the movie came out you kind of just saw his silhouette in the theaters so i don't know i thought that was cool because i didn't really know what to expect going into this movie because they didn't just they weren't just like here's the trailer you've seen the movie exactly so but it does cut to him climbing a ladder at his house to take down the christmas lights and he's complaining like a little bitch and he's very self-important the ladder moves and he almost falls and then he kind of regroups and the ladder is kicked out from under him. And when, ooh, mm, so good. I like grabbed at you. I was like, oh, yeah, so he good. hits the ground and his shins jut out from his skin. Ugh. He like it was awesome. Breaks his ankles roll and then his shins just splint out. Oh my God, it was so fucking good. I only saw one of them because I guess I looked away quickly. But it, no, but... it simultaneously did both sides. Oh God. Yes. Ooh, it was brutal. The gore in this is so good. We both we both clenched up. We were like, yes. "Oh God!" <laughs> so he's on the ground, and he clearly, obviously, can't get up. And he's also tangled in these Christmas lights, which is important because mm-hmm. then, this is very sinister. Chucky and the happening. Chucky is running back and forth in these fleeting images, which is a very uh, makes me think of the first one a lot too. And he starts. I'm assuming it's a lawnmower. It looked very different from a normal lawn. It's a tiller. It's a tiller. Okay. It's got blades in there, though. Yeah. And he starts it, and it starts to suck up the Christmas lights, Mm -hmm. which Shane is is wrapped up in. Exactly. And he's trying to crawl towards his phone, but it had gotten knocked out of his hand, so it's farther away from him. And he does stop it with his arm. Mm-hmm. But then Chucky stabs him and his face just gets totally mowed over. So fucking good. Brutal. Yes. It was good, though. It was good gore. <laughs> it was really good. So then cut to the next day and the cops, including Detective Mike, are there. And Mike recognizes him from the hallway. So Chucky actually took off Mike's face, which this is coming to me now. If his face got that cut up, do you th- like how did he get such a clean, you know what I mean? cut from his face because he takes his face well, off. Well, all we see from the tiller is that it takes his scalp off. Oh, that's true. So it Maybe might he have stopped, stopped it. it. Yeah. Okay. It gave him a clean place to start cutting. Yeah. And again, keep in mind, he watched part of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and in part of that yeah. movie that they were laughing at, he I puts on a face. until we just talked about that again. Yeah. But that was really good. And Chucky tells Andy he would do anything for him and he fucking gives it to Andy as a gift. It's got a bow on it. It's so he dies in a watermelon patch, and he put the face on a watermelon, and I died laughing. I missed the watermelon patch. I just thought it was conveniently shaped like a head. No. And, of course, Andy is having a fucking meltdown. He's like, I would do anything for you, Andy. And he calls us, Andy calls his friends over to see it. And the girl says, we saw the signs, and we did nothing. So she has been on it from the beginning. She's like, this is how robot apocalypse movies start. And is then it? he starts killing people, and she was like, I fucking knew it. (laughs) (laughs) They wrap the head in... So, also, Pug is just, like, over there puking. He's funny. I liked these kids. Yeah, I did, too. They were funny. 
So they find some wrapping paper and they decide to wrap it up in wrapping paper and throw it down the garbage chute, which is so fucking stupid. But they're kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, the garbage chute, somebody takes that out. Uh-huh. It's not like you're yeah. just getting rid of it and it's gone forever and incinerated. Yeah, like, but like you said, they are kids. They yeah, exactly. That. But before they get to the garbage chute, Karen walks in and she's like, uh, aren't you supposed to be at school? And the three of them are <laughs> standing that. in the hallway and he's holding this watermelon with his fucking, her boyfriend's dead ass face on it wrapped up in pretty little paper and he's like i had diarrhea (laughs) she's like okay (laughs) all right uh and she's like what's that and he's like i got miss doreen a gift because she helps me with my homework and she's like oh that's sweet let's go give it to her so (laughs) they both walk to doreen's and his eyes are just like so wide and Karen's like, hi, he's here to give you a gift because you help him with his homework. And she's like, the fuck I don't? What? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but she, Doreen picks up that he's lying and kind of covers for him. And so she takes the gift and he's like, don't open it till my birthday. My birthday's next week. We'll open it together. And she's like, okay. That's fucking weird. So she right? just keeps it on a shelf. And so he has a week, I think he says, mm-hmm. to get the head back from her. So that night, Andy opens the closet And he had put Chucky in the closet and he has a hammer in one of his hands. And Chucky is upset that Andy left him alone and he has a knife and Andy convinces him to drop the knife so they can go play. And then you see when they walk into the other room, Pug is behind the door. Mm -hmm. And so they're basically planning on a surprise attack to to kill Chucky. And then he beats Chucky over the head and then they disable him to the point where they can hold him down. And Chucky is pleading with Andy. Why are you doing this, Andy? I thought we were friends, Andy. And they take his, I called it the Iron Man heart when I was (laughs) taking notes, but basically basically his, his motherboard out and they wrap him up like a body, like in a white fucking sheet and they throw him down the garbage chute. And of course this maintenance man who you think is kind of creepy. So I almost made a note in the beginning because you kind of see the maintenance man in passing and he's Mm -hmm. wiring up a security camera. And I was like, is the camera important? And then I didn't write it down, but Mm -hmm. it is. It's definitely important. And so he finds this buddy doll and these have got to be pretty expensive since they are like Alexa. They're like smart butlers basically. And so he takes Chucky down to this creepy ass basement to, and he straps him up on a table. Like he's going to do fucking, kidney removal on a fucking human being you know in those movies where they fuck him up real good and he takes chucky down to this basement and he restarts him with a car battery mm-hmm. and so he's gonna rewire him and sell him on ebay basically is what his plan is so then andy gets home to mike and his partner telling karen about shane's death and later that night, Andy tells her that he loves her as she's drinking wine, which is they have a little sweet scene there. He really does love and care about his mom. And then he goes to Doreen's house to have dinner with her and Mike and to get the head back. And then this creepy ass maintenance man, you find out, has cameras in every apartment. Yeah. He has hidden cameras in every apartment. So while he goes to have dinner with Doreen and Mike, you can actually see... That Chucky is looking mm-hmm. at the f- the camera that he has set up in Doreen's apartment of them eating. And Doreen tells him in passing, you're my new best friend. Because yeah. he told her about a car service she could order. Instead of having to wait for Mike to take her to bingo, she could just order her own car. 
from this company that makes Chucky mm-hmm. or that makes the buddy dolls. And Chucky's like, I'm a fighter. Be like, that's my friend, bitch. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. So Mike notices the gift and Doreen just puts it on the table. Well, look, he made me something, but we can't open it till his birthday. And then the kid acts so sketchy. He's like, <gasps> and his eyes are wide and he's staring at it. And Mike is a detective. So yeah. he's like picking up on God. this is fucking weird. And so Mike is just like touching the top of it, you know, like, I wonder what it is. And he's talking to Andy and he gets up to take some dishes in the kitchen and Andy has no subtlety at all. He grabs the head and he runs out of the fucking apartment. And Mike turns around. He's just gone. He was like, hmm, nobody listening to me. <laughs> and then he throws it in the garbage chute like a fucking idiot. And I know that he's a kid, but it's like, that's a head. You just threw a head in your garbage chute. Like, or I guess a face. But yeah. still. So then this was my favorite kill. No. Mm, I don't know. There are such good kills in this one. This I, I can't decide. One. I can't decide. But it cuts to the janitor having Chucky strapped down to fix up. And he puts a new Iron Man heart in him. <laughs> and he's being creepy and touching himself because he turns around and Karen is getting in the shower. And he starts to, like, want to, like, masturbate. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. And, uh, Make love to himself. Right. Yes. And... The lights cut out and then his TV short circuit and it goes to static. So he's telling, just like we would say, Alexa or OK Google, mm-hmm. he's telling basically his system, this company, turn the lights on or reboot, reboot, reboot. He's mm-hmm. like panicking. He's like, I got to jack off right now. Exactly. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah. <laughs> and behind him, Chucky sits up and then he's gone. And the lights keep going on and off. And he's talking to his smart home system to turn the lights on and reboot. But then Chucky starts comes at him and starts slicing at him and stabbing at him. And he's standing on top of a table saw and Chucky turns it on. And so the guy grabs the pipes again, cause he's in a basement and he grabs onto these pipes and he's dangling off of them because the table saw falls over below him, but is still on. Yeah. And if he falls, he will fall right onto that table saw. And so Chucky, since he is, on the cloud with the system, he turns the thermostat up to eventually like 180 or something. Oh, so, so he, this guy's holding onto these pipes and it's burning the flesh off his hands. Mm-hmm. And so he has to let go. And then he falls into the saw and oh, that so was so bloody and nasty. And then I actually put in capital letters here. The gore in this movie is so good. Yes. And then Chucky neatly puts himself back in the box because he had, this guy had new overalls and everything ready for him. Mm-hmm. So he gets dressed up again. Yeah. And he gets back in his box and is all new. And there is another one of the neighborhood kids that you didn't really see much, but you have seen him in a couple outside shots. And his name is Omar. And he puts himself, you would think in front of Andy's door, but he actually puts himself in front of Omar's door. So now Omar has Chucky and the kids are like, look who got a buddy doll. And, you know, Andy's not uh, like convinced it's Chucky right away. But of course, he's going to be freaked out by all of them now because of what he's experienced. And this fucking kid named him Chode. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a scene that they're at Zed Mart, which is the department store, the big market that uh, his mom works at. And all the kids are at Zed Mart and Chode, who is actually Chucky comes up to Andy because they're all together and starts playing footage of Shane 
all over the because Andy doesn't want anything to do with him and now he's figuring mm-hmm. out that this is Chucky and he's like fuck off I don't want to deal with you and then so Chucky starts fucking blackmailing him and mm-hmm. putting footage of Shane being killed and his face all over the TVs in this department store yeah and so of course Andy's freaking out and then Andy tries to disable Chucky by, you know, getting on top of him and trying to beat the shit out of him, basically. And Omar's angry because Andy starts beating up his yeah, fucking chode. Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anybody would be mad at that. God. I was just going to say his doll. I have his doll here, but his name is Chode. I don't yeah. know what you want from me. <laughs> Andy finds Omar's phone. So after they, they have this fight, then Andy finds Omar's phone and takes it. And so he's now that he has this phone, he's able to see where Chucky's going because Omar, of, of course, is connected to Chucky on his smartphone. So he sees Chucky pick up a knife and then it glitches out and he can't see anything anymore. And then it cuts to... This was the most upsetting kill, I think. So then it cuts to Doreen, Mike's sweet mother. Telling him that she's going to go out to bingo and that she got her own car and she's excited. So this car, kind of like an Uber, but they're Mm self-driving. Which I don't, I wouldn't fuck with that. Mm -hmm. I'll just drive myself. Thank you. And the self-driving car is taking Doreen to bingo and Andy tries to stop her because he can see that Chucky is following her. So he can see through his eyes. And when the car arrives at bingo, she's about to get out and then the car light in it turns red. And then the car takes off with her in it. And it takes her to a parking lot and you see the car pull up on Chucky right in front of the car. And you see him controlling the car and whipping her around in circles. And you hear in the car, nobody steals my friend. And it stops for a moment so she can see him. And she calls him like a hobbit looking ass or something, which was funny. But he says, Andy is my best friend. And then it disables her seatbelt and turns off the airbags. So but she, she can't like, even, grabs it, like, yeah, proud of her right. And the crap, you know, she, of course, after the crash, it crashes the car. <laughs> but after that, she hears, I see you peekaboo. Mm-hmm. And then he does the Doreen, like that taunting, mm-hmm. you know, I said peekaboo. And then he stabs her. <laughs> and that was a good kill, but it was also upsetting well, because yeah, we like her. But... Yeah. Uh, Then it cuts to Andy trying to tell his mom that Chucky is going after Doreen to kill her. And then Karen is asking what happened to their cat now. And Andy tells her, you know, tells her that it's Chucky. And Andy has a meltdown just like the original Andy that nobody's listening to him and nobody believes him. And he's trying to kill them all. Mm -hmm. And he's so frustrated, which is fair. And then this was tough. It cuts to Mike crying over his mom's dead body and he whips back the sheet and the knife is still in her so he knows that it wasn't just like a self-driving car gone wrong you know it was definitely a murder which is weird i guess you know if why would they let him you know like his other cops but i guess he's a detective so they can't really stop him but i'd be like maybe you should set this one out like mm. and then it cuts to andy at home and he's just sitting in silence in the dark being frustrated and the tv turns on And it's showing Andy surveillance of his two friends talking about him and thinking that maybe it was Andy that killed Shane. Maybe it wasn't the doll. Maybe he lied to us. And then Chucky starts talking through all the electronic devices they have Mm -hmm. in the house. And he says, I've watched them, Andy. I've heard how they talk. If they don't let us play, they all go away. And then as Andy is hearing his voice come out of these things, he's beating them with a bat. And then Chucky shows him a video of his mom 
And he says, if they don't let us play, they all go away. And then Karen walks in on Andy beating the TV and she is shocked and cries and is like, you're coming to work with me, you know. And what a horrible thing as a parent. You think your kid is totally losing their sanity. They're thinking a doll is killing a bunch of people. They just beat all the electronics in your home. Exactly. Smithereens. So then it cuts to Andy's friends hearing the cops say Doreen is dead in the hallway. And they ask Omar where Buddy is or Chode is, and take his phone and see that Chucky was following Doreen. And they also see that he's now watching Andy and Karen at her work. So this is the night that they're, the company is launching the Buddy 2.0 or whatever. They're coming out with their new and improved Buddy. Mm-hmm. And Mike actually has gotten info that someone found the face of Shane and he recognizes the wrapping paper from what was wrapped up in his mom's house. And so he's like, that fucking kid killed my yeah. mom and killed Shane. And so back at the store, the new buddy is launching and people are clamoring for it. Like, this is like Black Friday. I remember maybe back in like 2011, 2012, parents like killed each other for like DVD copy, the last like copy of like the last Twilight movie at Best Buy. Do you remember that? No. I think it was in Texas. And so it was probably local news. Weird. They fucking like beat the shit out of each other for a copy of Twilight. So imagine something like that. Like, I just don't get it. But. They're clamoring for this and they're waiting in line and Mike actually shows up and arrests him and his friends show up as well because they want to save him. And Chucky, he, this this last little act here is real quick. Mm -hmm. It's really gory. It's really quick. But it starts with Karen's boss being in a Chucky basically mascot suit. Mm-hmm. And Chucky kills him inside the suit. He stabs him like in the neck, but I think. Kill him. But that's yeah, the sad part. right. He's oh, like, that's right. He stabs him when he's in there. He's like bleeding to death, and he finally gets the mascot hat off. And there's a little girl because everybody's like crowding around him, and he pulls it off, and he just sprays this little girl with blood from his starts throat. choking it so up to yeah, dude. It was good. <laughs> and then Mike finds Andy and handcuffs him to a you know he goes to arrest him, but he handcuffs him to a store display because now there's commotion that he needs to go look into. And Andy's trying to tell them Chucky is going to kill them all, and then the lights in the store go off. And Chucky overrides everyone's phones, all the TV screens in this big, like, electronics department. And he also has rigged up drones with knife, like, blades attached to them. So, you know how, you know, drones spin like helicopters. Mm -hmm. And he's attached blades to the end of all of those. And then he sends these drones in after these people and everyone in the store is of course panicking and chucky locks them all in Mm -hmm. and you hear i'm everywhere andy you can't run away from me now see they're all leaving you but not me yeah they're leaving you because they're (laughs) running out the doors trying not to die (laughs) and then you see pug his friend is almost killed by one of the drones and mike actually takes it down and people are getting killed left and right including the guy that didn't die from the initial stabbing inside his little mascot suit he gets droned in the face poor guy man yeah and then all the new buddies so they've got all of these new robots they all wake up and start fucking shit up Mm -hmm. And this is where that robot apocalypse movie comes in where you give we, we did too much with our artificial intelligence and mm-hmm. we gave them too much power and now they're just trying to kill us. And his friend, the girl, she's a badass. She gets some hardware. I love her. She gets like a hedge trimmer, one of those automatic ones that are like little baby chainsaws. And she cuts Andy free from his handcuffs while also killing some of the robots. And Andy's like, I'm going to follow her. <laughs> 
and they are escaping and you hear where you going andy and then andy sees his mom on the screen and she's tied up and this is what you'd have seen in the trailer is his mom all tied Mm -hmm. up and fucked up you know andy you know the kids are like we got to get out of here if we stay we'll all die too like they're basically like sorry about your mom bro but if we all stay we're all gonna die Mm -hmm. at least that way it's just like just your mom it's not all of us and he's like you're right let's go and then he pushes them out of the store and locks himself Which in I love because yeah he knew that they were probably gonna follow him and that would be shitty so he closed it exactly Good. he's like let me go deal with this this is my fault this is my problem mm-hmm. i created this which actually that dude in vietnam did but yeah true he did teach him that we like to kill things yeah he grabs the little hedge clippers and a blade and he's like okay chucky you want to play let's play and i'm <laughs> like that's right boss up <laughs> you ready so he goes to look for his mom in the stock rooms. And of course, it's like that typical, there are curtains and sheet type covers everywhere. Yes. Like, I have never worked in a stock room that is like covered like that, but whatever. There are these fleeting shots of Chucky running behind him and laughing. And it's uh, a toy car comes out from these, you know, drapes and curtains that are around here, these covers basically. And it leads him to his mom. It's mm-hmm. like a little cop car, it's got little mm-hmm. sirens, and he follows it. And Chucky says, you don't need other friends. They try to keep us apart. They ruin our fun. Don't worry, Andy. You're going to thank me when she's gone, when they're all gone. And then Chucky knocks him out. He like lunges at him, knocks him out. When Andy wakes up, uh, Chucky is dragging a knife on the ground and his mom is tied up to a forklift. And Chucky goes to cut Andy open to fix him because that's what they were doing to Chucky. That's Mm -hmm. what the maintenance man was doing to Chucky. And Andy starts as he goes to basically cut Andy open and he starts singing the buddy song and it stops Chucky He kind of glitches out for a second and it he glitches long enough for Andy to get him off of him and go up to cut his mom down. She's hanging from her neck Yes. and he goes up to try to cut her down. And while he's trying to get her down, Chucky lunges at him and he jumps out onto the rope his mom is hanging from and hangs onto that rope. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, this is, it's close. Like, yeah. I'm surprised she lasted as long as she did, honestly. Also, we're like, yes, cut her down. But also, we had just seen the dude on the ladder break both his legs and we're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah, exactly. So you think she's going to land, but she's going to land very <laughs> poorly. <laughs> He's able to cut them all down and stabs Chucky and Chucky shorts out and dies, perhaps. And he walks off. Andy walks off and hears a faint. You are my buddy. And then Chucky lunges one more time and he gets shot by Mike, who's not dead, but you think was dead. And he says, this is the end. But he does not say friend. (laughs) And then Karen rips its head off for messing with her son. I'm like, yeah. And then Karen and Mike get taken away on stretchers and the kids in the alley beat the rest of Chucky's remains. They go get Andy and those kids just beat the rest of Chucky with a sledgehammer and bats. And then right at the very end, the company recalls all of the buddy products for what happened. They don't claim responsibility for it, but they're like, we're going to recall them and make sure. And then it ends with the CEO of this company saying, we believe that children should have a friend till the end. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to the credits, and the credits song is the buddy song. So, very different adaptation of this idea of this killer doll. Yes. You know, I I really liked, because imagine, I've not thought about this before, too. Imagine if, 
you know, our artificial intelligence, because we are, I see articles all the time, even if they're not available to the mass public yet of like, this robot can do this. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, ooh. What if that goes bad? Yeah. How Mm -hmm. smart can we make computers? Mm -hmm. Like, and even uh, when her was made in like 2013 or 2014, Mm -hmm. people falling in love with their computers and it's a really scary thought and what if somebody did intentionally like that man program a system or a computer to harm people Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i really liked this movie it was fun it was different the gore was really good it wasn't cheesy it didn't feel cheesy some people didn't like the look of chucky and i don't really have too much of an opinion on that because if he's too much like the original It doesn't work for the robot feel. I didn't want him to be a duplicate of the original, but at the same time, I kind of didn't like how he looked. In the beginning, towards the end, once they Mm -hmm. got his facial features down, it was much better. But when he first opened the box, I'm like, wow, that doll is fucking ugly. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. But And I also, I'm not super creative, and so I was like, I don't really know how else he could look as a robot if they wanted to keep the same, like, vibe. So... I don't really have an opinion about how he looked. I think he was creepy, and I think I would be uh, terrified of him whether he was alive or not, personally. Mm-hmm. I would never sit a doll up in my kid's crib to be their baby no. monitor like that. Man, I had a lot of fun with this movie. And we walked out feeling like it, we didn't just watch a shot-for-shot remake of Child's Play. It was no. its own movie. Mm-hmm. They took, I think what they, they could have made this movie without Child's Play being the title. They yeah. could have made it without chucky and it just called it something else but to bring that in brought i think fans in and then showed them something whatever they wanted to show them in the first place just under the umbrella of the child's play universe definitely so i thought it was really good i'd probably give it a four out of five yeah i love this movie like i've said from the beginning uh it was like a roller coaster ride the whole time it really Mm -hmm. didn't stop long enough for you to be bored it was Mm -mm. great fun great kills five out of five the only problem i had was the stupid fucking boyfriend right loved this movie yeah and they had to put somebody in there for a cheap satisfying kill and that's kind of the purpose i think he served we've had some bad ones lately so to have something like this was so refreshing as a horror fan Mm because it was so much fun i agree i would recommend seeing this movie if you're not already basically you saw it through our us talking about it Mm -hmm. but honestly we can't give you even a scene by scene walkthrough and do any movie justice, good no. or bad, you know, you kind of have to see it and experience it. So I would highly recommend seeing the new Child's Play. And, you know, if you're really going to tear a movie apart and that's just what you enjoy doing, you'll find stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But I really, I, now, I don't ever go nitpicking through movies, but if a movie is, like, outwardly, like, mm, you yeah. know, plot holes and things like that. You could probably find some, but nothing really stuck out at me because mm-hmm. I think this movie was just so quick and interesting that you didn't really have time to be like, for real, yeah. like that's fucking stupid because it's a computer that learned how to kill people and thought we exactly. enjoyed that. So yeah, I, I will definitely put this movie in my collection and watch it again for sure. Mm-hmm. Me too. On the subject of dolls, if you have any doll stories, please feel free to send them in. We'd love to hear them or just like creepy artifacts in general. We'll put them in an episode. In addition to that, any near-death experiences. I know you've heard us ask for those a few times as well. Mm -hmm. So if you have ever experienced anything like uh, you have one where you 
almost died, um, anything like that, send it in. Let us know. Email us at theextrasisters at gmail.com. You can also hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Exorcisters Podcast and on Twitter at The Exorcisters. Our website has some blog posts, all of our podcast episodes, so you can check it out there at exorcisters.com. And next time, you'll never go in the water again. Until then, stay creepy. This is the end, friends.